0: what's up guys max here, back with a brand new episode of the scuttlebutt show and it is great to have you here as always today you might notice on your screen right now i'm joined by a very special guest his name is rob sweetman rob how are you doing
1: i'm doing great <laughs> i have a little bit of feedback how do i stop that oh
0: yeah i think you might have to rock headphones actually now that we're now that we're live i'm hearing uh because i'm hearing if you're are you watching the show on a. Uh, on YouTube, if you can mute your YouTube.
1: Okay, there okay, we go. There we That's go. It.
0: Okay, we got it. Technical difficulties right, on a live show, no problem. how So, how are you doing, Rob? I'm great.
1: Uh, gosh, it's been what, a couple years since we hung out last time?
0: Yeah, so I wanted to give, so everybody who's watching right now who doesn't know, I want to say what's up to everybody in the chat. Thanks for jumping in again on the show early. So, I want to say, uh, Rob and I go back. We were just talking about it just a second ago. We go back like, uh, seven, probably seven years to, um, when we were in the Navy together, Rob, you were a Navy SEAL and I was a Navy special warfare enabler tech support person. And we went to, uh, Iraq together in 2015. That was that deployment with, uh, where we were out there, starting to deal with the ISIS problem and working on the front lines up in the north and creating a bunch of safe space around for the Iraqis to start gaining ground back. And now we, uh, and now we're here today and you are a, well, actually, why don't you like tell everyone a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah. So I joined in 2010 and got out in 2018. So I did eight years in the Navy. Um, most of that was in the first two years was just, making it through BUDS training, SQT, language school, all the regular stuff. Um, so I did two deployments with SEAL Team 7. Um, both were pretty safe. Uh, there weren't any near misses like some of our friends um, unfortunately had. And then my last two years, I spent at Advanced Training Command where I've focused on uh, TSO and some of the softer skills within the teams. But when I got out, um, You know, we just lost Ryan Larkin um, that took a a pretty big toll on my heart and I was depressed about that for a while. And so the way that I kind of pulled myself out of that was to look at um, his situation and what I could do, what I could take away from that to um, sort of make a positive impact on the world. And I did end up going to grad school and started focusing on sleep science. And I mean, gosh, that was three and a half years ago uh, when that whole journey started. Uh, now, you know, last time you and I talked, we had just, we were presenting uh, some technology uh, for a sleep pod, which we're still working on. Uh, we just finished the housing at our, our factory down in Tecate, Mexico, which if you guys are familiar with San Diego, it's not too far across the border. Uh, but now today, as we sit here, uh, about a year ago, we shifted our focus to something uh, a little bit smaller it's easier for uh, folks to use less expensive Um, it's like a light and sound machine on steroids so we're going to market with that this summer and it's been it's been a wild ride so that's where i'm at yeah. So
0: I want to, uh, I just want to let everybody know, I apologize if you hear some noise in the background, there's people working in the house today, it should be probably going on and off, but on your screen right now, if you're watching on YouTube, it is, uh, you can, you can see the, the website, which is existtribe.com And it's linked in the description of this video. And the new product is right here and you're taking pre-orders right now for this thing. So people are on the screen are seeing it. We've your slogan is we're making sleep cool. And, uh, and we see that 10% of net proceeds go to veteran brain health treatment. So if, can you just tell us, uh, before we get into, you know, before we even get into talking about the Navy and, you know, your whole process with this company, there's a couple things I want to, I want people to know. One is, um, if you can just, since I'm showing it on the screen right now, if you can just talk about a little bit what this specific product is and, and if people want to pre-order it, what they can, uh what they can expect and where they can go to do it. So we can get kind of get that word out and people can go check out the website and then we'll kind of, and I want to show them the YouTube video from a couple of years ago.
1: Love it. Yeah, so the site is existtribe.com. We chose those words tribe uh, because we wanted to build a community. So yeah, we're releasing a product, but the big strength in what we're doing is the community behind it. Uh, We're going to start releasing things like week challenge uh, that we're going to launch in the fall Uh, it's called the yoga sleep node Um, it's a smart device it goes in your house it sets routines and it literally is the safest light uh, in the world for your eyes at nighttime. Uh, we all know that blue light is an issue so what this does is it keeps your circadian rhythms in sync and it's you don't have to wear anything you don't have to do anything just set it up the first time And it just continually uh, repeats that automation until you change it again. Uh, We're going to market in July. We're going to do a big Indiegogo campaign. Uh, So the pre-orders are open. If you guys want to jump on there and go ahead and click pre-order, we'd love that. Uh, We haven't actually launched the marketing campaign. And so this is uh, super early pre-orders. And for that, uh, what we're doing for our early backers, the folks that really believe in us, um, we're gonna put uh, a numbered and engraved placard on that first run. And then of course, uh, uh, backed our project first, they're gonna get the product first. So it's really exciting. Um, I think this is our chance. This is our chance to make an impact on sleep health. So I'm honored.
0: So we, we've, you and I have had a couple of episodes on the scuttlebutt show before you were one of the first guests I ever have had on the show. I, I actually consider myself super, you know, lucky because I don't have really sleep problems. I sleep well and I realize what a gift that that is. I don't take that for granted, but your motivation for why you got into this uh, business, uh, you, you mentioned it before and we can talk about that a little bit more is very honorable uh, and I want to get some questions in the chat too. But right, before I do, I want to show the audience. Um, I'm going to play this video really quick. Well, I'm just going to play a couple segments of it. This is on the Scuttlebutt Show YouTube channel. You guys can go find this and watch the entire video. But this is from April fourth, two thousand nineteen, when you presented at the uh, Start Our event at UCSD to attempt to win a grant uh, to for some money for the Sleep Pod. And I just want to play a couple clips here really quick. So. This is uh, two, three, two, two years ago, almost two years ago exactly. So this is back in San Diego. And we were out here, let's see. You're wearing the same shirt that you were wearing that day. We've got that right here. Right. And then we, if we go down here to the end, uh, me and my buddy Scotty, were in there voting for you big time casting as many votes as we could and uh yeah, let's see let's get to the when they announced the winner here and existential technologies and i've got you going up to uh, accept the award here Rob won. Rob won the prize. So we were lucky we got to capture that moment on camera. So I can't believe that that was two over two years ago um, that we actually did that. So we've been following your journey since you know early on, and it's great to see that we've come here today with you taking a product to market. That's so cool. Um, how has that journey been? I mean, are you are you okay? Because this is like so much work and so much like stress to undertake. How how has that been?
1: It's, it's ridiculous uh, how many different things you have to juggle in entrepreneurship. But I'll tell all of our veteran listeners out there that really being a veteran puts you way ahead of the pack in terms of, of skill set for entrepreneurship. Um, you don't have to go get an MBA uh, that does help uh, solve a bunch of problems before they arrive. Um, but you don't need that. You have the core skills as a, as a veteran, um, you know, discipline, showing up on time, uh, work ethic, uh, camaraderie. I mean, just the list goes on and on. We talked about this last night at an event with uh, Sean Haggerty and the university where we talked about this sort of thing because it is tough. Entrepreneurship is tough. If you ask my wife, um, I pulled the plug in January uh, with my job. Uh, if you ask my wife, I mean, it, it's, it's stressful, it's stressful, but it's worth it. And it will pay off. Um, you know, we're doing what, uh, our, the exist tribe team is doing what we believe in. And there's just a whole lot of, um, good feelings that come from doing, uh, from following something that's your passion. So
0: that's, that's obviously true. Um, if anybody who's stepped into business for themselves probably knows that very much is that you kind of, and I used to say this in the Navy too, when I was at a SRT, which is I've never worked so hard and wanted to be there at the same time. You know what I mean? When you're doing what you love, you'll work the hardest you've ever worked in your life, longest hours, 20, basically doing it 24 hours a day, never really being not working. And yet you love every second of it. That's the great part about you know, entrepreneurship or finding yourself in a job that you really love. Like the last job that I was lucky enough to have in the Navy. So you, okay. So you were a, 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 seal, you were a Navy seal. And how did that, how did that for people listening? I know people probably have a lot of questions about that. How did that even happen for you? What was, how did you end up in the Navy? We've, we and by the way, guys, there's two older episodes with Rob on the podcast that you can go listen to, to get more in depth on this stuff.
1: Well, so a lot of luck, honestly. Um, You know, I didn't join until I was 29. I think I showed up at Bud's uh, just as I was turning 30 or something like that. And I felt like, you know, I was a bit smarter than the 17, 18-year-old, 19-year-olds. I could play the game a little bit better. Um, But, boy, did my joints hurt. Um, I had to drink a lot of water. I had to stretch meticulously, all day, every day, and I just got lucky because there's some guys that went through that were better than me, and they never got to put that trident on their chest because of an injury, Uh, saw a lot of neck injuries, shoulders blown out, hips blown out, because the BUDS training is just tough as hell, Um, so I, I did get lucky to make it through without any significant injuries, I did have quadruple hernia surgery afterwards, but that was manageable, um, then you know, going into Arabic training, that was um, there's, I mean, I must have been the worst student in the entire class. But it really challenged me in a way that I I hadn't tapped into that part of my brain in a long time. And so this journey through SEAL Team Seven uh, had a real rough guy, rough new guy experience. Um, you know, I did my best, but the truth was, there's a lot better seals out there than I ever was uh, so I just tried to do my best uh, I learned a lot uh, there's quite a bit of discipline that comes with the military and especially with the, the seal teams um, it never did get easier uh, we always hope that after buds <laughs> the cold and wet uh, we always hope to get better but nope that's the the job that you signed up for so uh, then you know after those two cycles with seal team seven, Um, I kind of had a chance to take a knee, so to speak, and I went back into more of an admin role. So as as you transition from sort of the operator to uh, sort of like giving back, uh, they put you on a rotation where you go to TRADET or ATC or BTC, uh, one of these training commands, and you kind of give back to the community. So you have to go through a master trainer specialist program, Uh, So you do that, you get your uh, master trainer specialist or whatever it's called, and then you show up. And what I found myself doing, uh, and this is what led me to where we're at today, uh, was I had a chief that um, wanted me to do one thing, and I struggled with that. And so eventually we just got into it. And I went over there to the corner and just did what I thought was right for the program. And... At the time, that was extremely challenging. Um, I mean, (laughs) there's so much pressure to work up the uh, enlisted ladder, and there's so much pressure to fit into the group. So at that time, I really wanted to focus on revolutionizing the course. And for years, they had been asking for things like uh, COTS, commercial off-the-shelf stuff, but it had never been implemented. So I used that time to build out the curriculum Uh, without going into too much detail on the sensitive program, but um, I took my time to build out the curriculum that people had asked for, and I delivered on that, and people were super appreciative. Now, I think uh, the program is is completely based on uh, that original work that I did. So it's all costs, uh, which is kind of weird to think that I had an impact, right? So I took that passion for electronics and building stuff and solving problems. And when we lost Ryan, I just focused all of my effort. You'll laugh, Um, I'll see if I can get you a picture. Uh, Our first concept was a rack and stack sleep pod. It was supposed to go uh, one by two. You can stack it and put on the 463 Lima platform uh, for any of those uh, flight guys out there. So it could you know click 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 into the C-130. Uh, we we're hoping that we could build something that guys could deploy with, so they're a little safer. Uh, you know, um, biological warfare, you know, air cleaning and all that stuff. But we I wrote six proposals to the government. Um, one directly to Socom, one to the Army, a couple of different uh, perspectives, different approaches, and the unanimous response was that hey. Sounds like a great idea, but who are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> they they only want to talk to you know companies that've been around for a while. So I'll stop there. Um, that that's what's brought us here today.
0: Well, I think uh, people might be wondering, you know, Ryan's been mentioned a couple times. People might be wondering, you know, what what kind of happened with with Ryan. If you if you want to talk about it a little bit, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, what that story is and how it kind of inspired uh, the direction you took this, this journey, this business.
1: Yeah, so the business is focused on uh, sleep health in general for, you know, the public. Uh, we really do still have a focus on veterans. Uh, Christian Gustafson, I'm not sure if he's joining in on the, uh, on the chat, but he's working on our, our emergence in the VA Um, But this whole thing for me personally started with Ryan. So Ryan Larkin, you know, he never saw 30 years old. He was an incredible SEAL. He was a sniper, a medic. I mean, you just couldn't ask for much more um, out of an operator. His dad was a SEAL. um, So there's a bit of a legacy there. And you'll hear different stories depending on who you ask. But my personal story is that I saw Ryan um, start to go down a path of instability with his sleep uh you know that the navy was issuing ambien at the time and he was eating ambien like it was candy um, some alcohol involved and you can imagine uh just having friends that do this in the military um the sleep just wasn't there for him and i watched this whole thing unfold not knowing what i know now uh just observing and um you know, when you don't get good sleep, then you have to wake up to caffeine and and keep yourself alert with uh, artificial ways. But, you know, I think Dr. Mishra is in the chat. I didn't know, uh, doctor, if you wanted to make a comment on that. But in our previous discussions, um, you know, he'll tell you um, that all of his patients, um, when the sleep starts to go downhill, the all of the symptoms are exacerbated. And When the sleep improves, um, all the symptoms are relieved. Uh, Sleep is just pivotal in mental health. And in this particular situation, what we saw was uh, Ryan um, just started to slip, man. His mind was just not completely there. He snapped on the Commodore. Um, You know how that went. Uh, They sent him sailing down the river, which was a damn shame. And I watched this whole thing unfold, and a couple of, you know, after he left the Navy, uh, fortunately, his dad came down to help him through the process because they were really trying to nail him. Um, After the Navy, uh, it wasn't very long before it all just caught up to him, and um, he hung himself in his dad's uh, basement. So I I took that to heart, and a lot of people don't like to highlight uh, situations like that. They just like to highlight the heroes that died in combat and that sort of thing. But Ryan was a good dude, and his. It is sad, but you know, it made an impact on my life. And Frank and I both, his dad, are kind of going in our different direction, Focused on uh, TBI, traumatic brain injury, and I'm focused on the sleep, but this has given us the energy and the direction and the motivation to create something amazing, and now here we are. We built this stuff out of raw science, out of what the science is telling us, and. I think this is our shot i think this is our shot to make a chance uh, make a difference in the world uh just make an impact on sleep health so
0: yeah thank you for sharing that um that that story uh, it's getting a lot of people are you know showing support in the comments um to what you're doing and uh, there's a couple there's actually a couple of things that i want to touch on one is about the military and i talk about this on the show all the time if there's you know people out there who are about to join the military or veterans out there or active duty people listening The military does a horrible job at, you know, treating the symptom and not the cause. So if the symptom is veterans behaving, you know, misbehaving, outbursts, something like that, anger, violence, alcoholism, the cause could be, I don't know, maybe 300 days a year of travel, combat deployment after combat deployment, 10 years of honorable service with, with asking nothing in return of the military and just getting lashings basically. And then you finally have a moment where you slip and they crush you and kick you out, you know? Um, and I, I, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. So once th- I'm always trying to advocate to the military, like it's time to stop looking at what this person did and maybe why they did it and maybe stop condemning everybody so quickly. And we just covered story a couple weeks ago about the Navy or about the military reviewing a lot of, uh, bad conduct discharges and seeing if they were preceded by psychological trauma, deployment, PTSD, um, sleep issues, stuff like that, and maybe overturn a lot of them. But for people who, you know, unfortunately like Ryan, it's, uh, it's, it's way too late and it's horrible. And then you said, um, that you're that even though this story has a deep emotional impact, personal connection to you, you still went on to say you're looking at the science, which is I think so important. You know, like you have to set you have to emotion is the motivator, but science is the results, you know? And it's great that you're pursuing it from that approach and expressing it that way too. It just it just to me expresses that you're the right person for the job to be getting this done. And, uh, and if, if Warcom or whoever doesn't want to listen to you, screw them, they have no idea. They'll, they have, probably have no idea what they're talking about in reality, you know? They're hyper-focused on one thing and it's their mission accomplishment and that's it. And uh, and they probably have no idea what you know about this issue.
1: They they are listening at some level, but um, you know the group of people who are, are more concerned with the health and wellness are typically smaller. And I won't get into the politics, um, because I don't want to get myself in trouble, but I'll say this, um, at the time, that particular leadership removed the mental health uh, professional that was taking care of Ryan, Uh, and so there was no service for SEAL Team 5 and SEAL Team 7 at that time. Just a joke. Um, So, you know, I did want to say something to uh, the veteran listeners out there. Um, You know, sleep deprivation is it, it will get to you um, we have something at naval postgraduate school what we call circadian scarring and you know we operate for so many years that we just think it's normal and that level of fatigue just becomes normal um, but actually it's not uh, the correct uh, way to live your life there are guidelines on on what you should be doing for sleep sleep is gonna if you get good sleep it's gonna increase your testosterone It's going to increase your uh, mental capacity, your emotional intelligence, your ability to read facial expressions, your immune system function. I'm not going to go too into the weeds on the the neurological function of sleep, but it's a big deal. So there's that, right, that circadian scarring is real. uh, And most folks that have operated, you know, as a veteran, you're going to have some, you know, uh, muster times, right? Some people just can't get that other system. Um, and then when we look at PTSD, um, that is a real thing and you know how each person's situation is different and how you remember a certain situation and how deeply that impacts you has everything to do with your nutrition, how much sleep you had before the event, but those echoes in your memory, um, it's a real thing. And there is, uh, there are solutions out there. Um, So just don't think that you're alone. And that's, you know, that goes unheard. Um, And then I would say that um, some of the leading research, if you guys want to dig in on on brain science, is this uh, battle between the amygdala response within your brain, which is like fight or flight, which is animalistic, it's what saves your life when you're getting shot at. Uh, and then the prefrontal cortex, which helps you make uh, good choices and you think through things. And think of it like the amygdala having been in the gym on steroids. This is why you can hear a car alarm like a mile away while your wife or your spouse or whatever is fast asleep. That's because you're you're tuned in to these things. Your situational awareness has been um, conditioned to to be able to pick up on these things. And so that is a real thing. There are uh, ways that you can overcome that, but just acknowledging that that's a real thing uh, and that does carry stress. That adds years to your life. So those are three things I wanted to mention. And, you know, I'm always here to, to talk about that stuff and point people in the right direction.
0: Yes. Um, speaking of that, is there a, a place that people can find you? Is existtribe.com the best place to find you? If people do want to ask you questions about the product or, you know, thank you for your service or anything like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm an open book. Um, my email is rob at existtribe.com. I think that's on the website too, or maybe we have a support email that'll eventually get back to me. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm here with the right mission. Um, I think, you know, we have to have a bottom line. We have to have something to keep the lights on with this company. Uh, but otherwise, we're very focused on social impact. We're, we've built this thing from the ground floor up just with trying to do the right thing. That's with each person in the team, the mission, the vision, the way that we do business, the way that we respect each other. If you just sit in our meetings, uh, you'd laugh. It's a little bit, uh, Zen Buddha, right? Totally chill. Uh, cause we respect people and we want to, we're not a, a money hungry, you know, like crazy mission driven company. Um, like, uh, like some other companies that I've had uh, contact with. So,
0: yeah. Um, Justin in the chat says, he barely sleeps with chronic pain, and uh, when he does get a good night's sleep, he's uh, thankful and he has a good day. Good sleep equals a good day. It's, uh, you know, it's true. It's uh, it's really di- if you've ever just had, even in military training, right after a few days of no sleep, hell week or sear school is another example. You are pretty sleep deprived. You are you start hallucinating. You start act, behaving very oddly, and actually, when you and I were in the Honor Foundation. Together, that's how we met. and actually, no way, we weren't. We met. We met in, on deployment or pre-deployment, but we went through the Honor Foundation as well. And uh, and while we were in the Honor Foundation, there was somebody there who uh, will remain anonymous, but talked about um, going through a period of days with no sleep, and you know, anxiety and depression and insomnia that led ultimately to a suicide attempt. And it's it's common to see events like this preceded by sleeplessness. Uh, you can look it up and people have done historical examples of this. You can look up exper- experiments where people have tried to stay awake for five days, 10 days, 20 days, a month, something like that. And they go to- totally insane. So it sounds really scary, but all this like fear, um, you know, that we're talking about things to be afraid of, of not sleeping. There are things you can do to, um, to take control of that back a little bit, and including your new line of products, like the, uh, yoga, um, the, the yoga. Oh my gosh. The yoga sleep, yoga node, sleep the yoga node, sleep yeah. note, uh, and then the yoga pod and they're coming out. But then what are some other things that people could do right now today that you recommend for sleeping? Is it med- is meditation, something you recommend? We were just kind of talking about it.
1: Well, yeah. So uh those of you that are into meditation or have considered that or would consider it yeah it's totally legit um but for those of you that are like eh that's too soft i don't want to do anything like that you can focus on things like uh box breathing uh box breathing for me has been transformational um it's surprising how much i was shallow breathing probably from a little bit of just a panic state when i got out and transitioned I still was had a lot of paranoia and a lot of anxiety. So for me, box breathing was a very um, you know militaristic way to uh, get a certain type of function out of your body. So box breathing is just simply um, you know there's four square uh, four sides to a square. That's our box. And on each side we pick amount of time. So if it's five seconds, we breathe in and we hold it for five seconds and then we breathe out for five seconds, and then we hold it for five seconds, and you just do that until your mind calms down, and for me, I like to try to push it to about 10 seconds, and sometimes I feel, uh, I have a pretty low heart rate, so sometimes I feel a little lightheaded, and that's kind of good because, um, not that I'm recommending trying to, you know, asphyxiate yourself, but um, it it takes my mind away from the things that are, that kind of, fill my brain throughout the day and I find that to be really effective before bed uh, because I, I'm worrying about oh what are we going to do with this meeting or or this thing tomorrow or is this manufacturers behind schedule or whatever I'm thinking about that stuff when I go to bed so it's absolutely critical to be able to calm down and I think Dr. Mishra is adding some comments on so Calm mind. he's got some great resources. Uh, as a clinical psychiatrist, he's super helpful. Um, but yeah, calming down the mind box breathing helps out, but you, you must find that state of tranquility before you attempt to go to bed. Uh, cause otherwise you're just going to sit there and turn in your bed for, I mean, when I got out of the military, I would sit there in bed for, you know, like an hour or whatever, trying to sleep, just couldn't fall asleep. So.
0: I, I, Sorry, got my volume turned down here to prevent the background noise. Um, our, I want to take a second here because you were just talking about Mind in the chat, Garof, Mishra, uh, is I wanted to point out that you are not doing this alone, right? So you have a team, you've partnered with some great people. Uh, I think we've kind of hinted at that a little bit, but if you really quick could just give a shout out to the team that you're working with now who's currently a part of the team, and uh, who's helping you along the way and kind of who else might be responsible for your success. I think it's always good that people know kind of who is the, who is the background. If you're the face, who is the background to make all this possible?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Jake McLeod was going to join tonight. Um, So you'll, Jake, you'll laugh because you know that I can't do this alone. And, you know, Rob Sweetman at the helm. I just have all the energy and I, I, focus on driving this train forward, but we have some real experts on the team. Um, You know, to build a product is very challenging. Uh, Terry Quinn, is he was the vice president of operations over at Qualcomm. He's our COO. So, and I I hate these titles, but we're kind of in this uh, funding slash product launch uh, phase. So we have to be able to communicate those roles. But, so he does operations supply chain. Uh, Ben O'Hanlon, amazing he was the president of sea level for 20 something years um just a rock star he knows in and out technology he's our chief technology officer Uh, and he's really helped change the game on building the um the pcb the the circuit board that goes inside and allows all this magic to happen um and he has a great team under him that's working around the clock on software and hardware and all that stuff uh jocelyn williams i'm not sure if she had a chance to join us tonight she's our uh, financial officer she's been in the biz for like 20 years doing this stuff she's amazing she's um you know managed 80 million dollar account at a publicly traded company Um, so these people are the reason why uh, we're going to be successful with this launch but there's also a huge team behind us i mentioned dr mishra uh, he's, be, he's, uh, is the chief behavioral officer over down at, uh, San Ysidro, I believe it's at. And, um, so Dr. Mishra is a clinical psychiatrist. He's an advisor for our company. He's very, very focused on, um, uh, helping people with sleep and with mental health. Uh, so it's, it's pivotal to have him on the team and guiding us. Uh, also Janelle Norton, if she's, uh, on the call Huge shout out to you. Um, she's an iRest and yoga expert. She has her own studio. She's been pivotal in shaping uh, the way that we approach, um, you know, these human factors uh, engineering. Um, we also have a ton of people that help out uh, the team. You know, we have a half dozen people that are consistently working on the team. Uh, Justin Harris does our 3D design. He just rolled out with an amazing uh, clip this morning. Uh, my wife helps out with design, Mimi. Uh, I love you, babe. Um, let's see, Yonita is just basically makes my life easy, manages everything, handles everything. So, uh, not to go, you know, get a little prolixic here on the uh, the explanation of all the team, but uh, and there probably is some people that I left out, so I apologize if I did, but really solid team. And just so you guys know, everybody has been a volunteer up until this point. Um, we hope that one day we have a paid role, uh, but we've been you know scraping pennies together to make the, the perfect product without selling out to a venture capitalist. We have no money from external sources that influence the way that we're doing this. We're doing this for the right reasons. And so that's why we really need a big showing um, in July. And if people want to pre-order at at exist the yoga sleep note. We encourage people to do that. It's just like 50 bucks for the down payment. Uh, and then we'll give you the cheapest price once we go to market. Um, so that's where we're at. That's, that's great, dude.
0: That's awesome. I, you know, as you were starting to name names, I was like, what a, I, I just started thinking, you know, what a big endeavor this has been. and And I want to say great job to your team. And while you were saying that, I just thought to myself, I don't know. I started to get like this burst of energy thinking about, you know, it's been a while since I thought about what it was like to be us in 2015, getting ready to go to Iraq, not knowing what to expect, not knowing where we're going to be. We're all getting to know each other. We go on this crazy deployment. I run into you in the middle of Erbil, One day, like when I got up there and we ran into each other at like the hub near the airport. And I don't know, like the hair on my arm stand up just flashing back to this because I just want to say, you have always stood out to me as one of the smartest people, one of the most forward thinking people. Like anytime I would talk to you, I just like want to brag on you for a second of just what the experience was like of knowing you. Anytime there are a few people I've met in the military who, anytime I talk to them, I'm just like, I don't even, I've totally lost track of what you're talking about. It's over my head, but I'll follow you anywhere. You know what I mean? Like you just had that, you ha- you're you a visionary person, you're a futurist person, and it's easy to see from talking to you and from knowing you back then. Now when I like put the whole big picture of seven years, seven years is crazy to think about. Seven years of knowing you, it is just, it's your energy and your vision and the way you just exemplify confidence and clarity when you speak, even if I don't understand the technical stuff you're saying, it's just clear that you know what you're talking about, like that you're going to get it done. So I just think you're doing a great job, dude. I'm just proud to know you right now is just how I feel. I just, w- when you were talking about the people that you've brought together, like building a team is, is magic. You know, it's not, it doesn't, ha- it, it's, it's magic. What happens when you build a team that building the team part is one of the hardest things you'll ever do is building a good team. But then once you do, what happens next is magical, and I just think you're doing a freaking great job, Rob. A great job.
1: I'm so humbled. I mean, I don't know what to say. Thanks, Max. I'm not. I'm not sure if all of that is true, uh, but thank you for saying it. I really appreciate it.
0: No, it's well. Look, dude, the way the way I see it from where I'm sitting, you like you said, join the Navy after already being you enlisted in the navy after already being educated already having a career you go to buds you get it done you become a seal you do deployments and then with a family you make the choice to get out of the navy to go do something to go you know try something and that's its own type of courage you know what i mean that's a that's a whole different type of courage to go take something you really believe in and say well here i go it's now i'm going i'm going to do it i'm cuz there's got to be a lot of fear Right. I mean, you tell me there's got to be some level of fear leaving the security of the military to go take on this adventure that you're going on, you know, at the at the point in life that you were at. Is that, that off, or Is that is there was there some of that?
1: No, it's an insane amount of stress. And <laughs> what I, what I what I, you know, kind of tell my wife and kids um, and what I'm really feeling inside are two different things. Um, so if anybody's on the fence about the meditation thing, you can go ahead and jump over the fence and try it out because meditation keeps me sane. I mean, sometimes I just have really dark thoughts and I'm insecure and I just don't think I can do it. I mean, almost daily I question what am I really doing? And, you know, because it's, it's tough. We're, Pre-revenue company, I think we're gonna do a ton of sales this summer. Uh, We're already slated to do a ton of sales because people are begging for what we're building and offering here. But um, as it stands now, uh, things are tight. I have this conversation with my wife all the time and I'm sure any of the other entrepreneurs in the audience, uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's tough. Uh, You have to provide for your family and at the same time, you know, I'm trying to build this company for the right reason. So I have to do a lot of stuff uh, to make money and to, you know, just make ends meet. Uh, But I know that it'll pay off in the end, right? When I was sitting there in the ocean, cold and just sad and miserable, that's what kept me going is the vision of what uh, maybe I could be.
0: Wow, that's, I just have to think about that for a second because that's really good. The vision of what you could be,
1: yeah.
0: you know, it's, it's, uh, if there's one thing I've learned in my life is, and from meeting successful people, thanks to the honor foundation and, you know, just being a part of, you know, Naval special warfare warfare for the period of time that I was, and now being a little bit older myself, uh, and being in my, you know, phase of life that I'm in is I don't mean this in a negative way. Um, i mean this in a positive way but you never get there where you go i'm done now you know what i mean there's no ne- you ne- You never get to, you don't graduate buds and then you go i'm done like you said it never got easier right and then you and then you go you finish the navy and what did you do you started a business and it never got easier and now you're going to go to launch with a product And you're going to succeed at that, but it's not going to, it doesn't end. You know what I mean? You just become more confident. You can do it again, I think. So now you're just, you're doing this, you know, you're succeeding again and never gets less stressful.
1: Well, I mean, in that, so if you guys want to follow me on LinkedIn, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn uh, and I try to post positive stuff. But this one post that I did today, you're making me think of it right now. Because the post was about know your worth. And the the quote was, you must find the courage to leave the table if respect is no longer being served. And that kind of embraces uh, the message that I want to send out. But I think I can expand on that a little bit. Because you're exactly right, Max. It's not about some destination or some uh, mountain that you've uh, conquered. I mean, there is a bit of that you, you can talk about the things that you've done, but um, are we really just serving our ego there? Um, I think the journey is where happiness is at. And that's why I always encourage people, no matter how difficult it may seem, to follow your passion. Uh, if you have a dream, uh, as long as it's not uh, negative and terrible. Um you know, follow your passion, do the things that make you, uh, fulfilled in life. And if you don't know what that is, it's time to do some soul searching and figure out what it is that makes you tick. And if you do those things, then you'll find that the journey, uh, to whatever goal it is, is actually where you find happiness and enjoyment. And I think the money will follow. So,
0: yeah, yeah, that's, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. The money, you know, The money is, the money is like when you're running a business, the money is necessary, but the money will never give you, maybe for some people, but I don't even believe it. The money will never give you the happiness that just living a good life will, you know what I mean? Like living a fulfilling life. If you are chasing money alone, I don't think you'll ever be happy. But if you live a fulfilling life and do the things that you care about and the money then happens, it can add, it can make you feel better, I guess, and relax a little bit on some things that are obviously important, but it's never, I love what you said about the journey. It's so true. Like this, you, like I'm doing YouTube now. I I didn't predict this for myself, but I'm doing YouTube now. And I've been doing this for three years for free. (laughs) You know what I mean? I've been doing this for three years for free because I love the journey. And I love it every day. And honestly, I'm like getting emotional just hearing you talk because it's like when I have the opportunity to come on with somebody on the show that I know and have known for a long time, it's crazy to watch everyone going through their lives and doing great things. It's, it's just special. It's, it's, it makes me happier to see you at the point that you're at with this company right now on the show than a, a, any amount of donations or subscribers makes me, you know what I mean? This is the fulfilling part of this, of what I'm doing for me. Absolutely. And, uh, and I don't know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just so happy. I'm so proud to see, you know, this all happening. And I, I've been a supporter from the beginning because it's just obvious that you deserve it. You're the reason why you're doing it is noble and it's everything about it is just you're a rock star. Everything about it is rocking right now. Um, really quick, if, if you don't mind, I want to read a couple of comments, uh, yeah, go ahead. It, about sleep. Jacob, uh, who wrote a great book called an officer and a man said, being forced to run on no sleep is like training in a dojo where injuries are expected. So you learn how to fight through it when actually you're just creating permanent injuries that'll be back later. Um Justin said, asks a question here uh to put you on the spot. Have you ever done halotropic breathing or uh didgeridoo for breathing? Or have you ever heard of those techniques? Doing no didgeridoo. I'll write that
1: down and check it out. And
0: I'll make sure I thank you send it to you. Uh and Justin then said I'd follow this dude out of the helo for sure. His words and thoughts are super legit. So you're Thanks. making a, a good impact here. And then uh, and then people might also see you in the chat sometimes. Rob Sweetman, if you've ever seen the name in the chat dropping comments, uh, now you know, can put a face to the name. And like I said, there's other episodes with Rob on the podcast that are great as well. So uh, what you're, my wife has a great saying because um, she works so hard and she never lets it show. Like what you were saying, like when you talk to your family, you kind of don't put the stress on, you don't want to put the stress on them. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I, I I like to vent, you know what I mean? Like not in a sympathetic, not like looking for sympathy, but I just, I just love to, you know, to vent. It just feels good. And I don't want anybody to like feel bad for me. So I talked to my wife. I'm like, man, today just sucked all this stuff. It's so crazy. Things are so hard. Um, but it's, it's just helps my mental health, I guess myself. But uh she says she's like a duck. And if you've ever seen a duck in a pond, they're just chilling on the surface, but under the water, their legs are going a thousand miles an hour, right? So on the surface, you're the duck who's like just wading around the water, but underwater you're paddling for dear life, you know, trying to just keep floating along. That's how you know, that's how it is for a lot of people, running running the show, running business, is you put on the the calm face on the outside but part of you is like freaking out.
1: Well, I can't tell Mimi all of the risk. I hope she's not watching. (laughs) I I can't tell her all of the risk that I encounter every day and and all of the tough choices. Um, but I think what you said is real important, Max. I mean, there's, you got to have a way to vent. Um, you have to have a safe place where it's okay to be yourself. Um, I think it's too easy to get caught up in what the world wants you to be these days. And, you know, wearing that mask, especially as a veteran coming back into civilian society, I think sometimes we feel like we all have to wear these masks to fit in. Uh, There's just so much social pressure. So I think, you know, if you don't have a way to vent and sort of like communicate in that uh, safe place, then that's probably something that you should to look for. Um, so I mean, it sounds like you already have it, so that's great.
0: Yeah, it's good. You know, you have those people that when we were in THF, they, I'm sure this is a, people know this, this is where I learned it was in THF of having that, those trusted mentors who you can tell anything to and they'll tell you the truth, you know, and it could be somebody, you know, it could be somebody you don't know it like that, you know, via online correspondence only or something like that. But somebody that you trust will tell you the truth truth whether you want to hear it or not and somebody that you can tell your problems to and they'll just listen. You know what I mean? Everyone should have that person identified in their minds, maybe let them know that that you, that's who they are to you, you know, that like, hey, I just I'm looking for somebody to have some guidance from, some a confidant, somebody that, you know, is willing to do that for you is always a good tip. Um what so I had a I had a question for you kind of getting back on track of of uh, of the business a little bit is I saw that uh, 10% of proceeds go to the SEAL Future Foundation. Do you want? Can you talk about the SEAL Future Foundation, what that is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there's a bunch of, of good organizations out there, uh, nonprofits, uh, had a lot of success with working with SEAL, the Navy SEAL Foundation and Semper Fi Fund and America's Fund and SEAL Family uh, Foundation. Uh, but we chose the SEAL Future Foundation Uh, because I have a pretty good relationship with several of the people there, and I really believe in their mission. Uh, They've got some really good stuff going on, Uh, but where we specifically want to make an impact is once we go to market uh, in July with this product, uh, we hope to do a bunch of uh, sales and bring in revenue to the company, uh, and all of you can be a part of that. Um, Those, A portion of that, Profit is going to go back to the Seal Foundation uh, because they're putting money into veteran brain treatment. So, guys out there that are struggling, um, there are resources, and you can reach out to me or directly to Seal uh, Future Foundation if you want to look at some of the resources they've got. Some hookups for people, um, you know, if it's not Seal Future uh, Foundation, uh, there's other organizations we can point you towards that are uh, that'll hook you up with all types of cool benefits Um, but this particular one we're focusing on brain treatment and there's some really cutting edge uh, brain treatments out there that they're literally doing fda studies right now Um, periodically you'll see uh, posts on different types of brain treatment that are getting uh, notoriety So, not to go into detail on the specifics of the treatment um but they are fixing people and it's incredible and i just want to support that because i don't want another situation like ryan um if we can prevent stuff like that whether it's through you know a sleep device uh, or through other resources that's what we're here to do right so
0: yeah yeah i just want to take uh, this might be a good time to take a minute to remind everybody that in the description of all my videos is the contact information for the Veteran Crisis Hotline. So if you do find yourself in a situation where you've gone days without sleep or you're finding yourself succumbing to insane stress or PTSD or anxiety and depression, um, and you happen to hear you know, one of my shows, uh, one of these episodes, I always have that information linked down there so you can go grab that, maybe take a snapshot of it with your phone so you have it in your photo uh, log. And then you can uh, always have at least one resource 24 hours a day that is doing their best to provide treatment to veterans. And I know there's some horror stories out there about it, but I know there's people on the other end of those phones who care. So you can always try to give them a shout if and you can always reach out to me too. all my contact info is uh, on the screen right now in the description of this video as well. Um, uh, Rob, we're coming up on the on the one hour mark here of the show where we're going to have to wrap, wrap up in about seven minutes. Uh, do you have anything that you want to get to that we haven't gotten to yet? That you want the audience to know about your mission, about your business, about you, the teams, whatever you want to talk about?
1: Well, you know, um, I had a really challenging year last year and I think all of us did with COVID and just everybody stressing out, but for me, um, I, right before COVID, I got pretty down on myself and this entire mission, um, and you know sometimes you just feel like a failure and you're not going to be able to uh, to do what you think you're going to do, and so I got weak and I really started to panic, and so I started to look at well what can I do that's better than this, and well I guess I'll go out and get a job, so I joined a, a group of. Folks that I was very close with, and uh, an excellent company. I went in there and I worked, and I did all right. And so the moral of this story is, I worked there for like 15 months, and it was a pretty good time. It's a lot of uh, a lot of long hours at this particular company, but then after um, some time, I, I reflected on, well, you know, now I'm making a ton of money. Uh, they're paying me ridiculous money. Uh, But at the end of the day, uh, we spent all the money and I still wasn't feeling fulfilled and I missed my dream. And we continued to work on this project. Um, You know, I was moonlighting. I was working at nighttime and on weekends to to push the envelope, get this thing done. Um, But then in January of this year, I finally had the courage to quit. And I got to tell you, I mean, that was Invigorating, stressful. Uh, my wife thought I was crazy. Why am I giving up this perfectly good job with all these benefits and you make all this money? Um, but to a lot of people out there, you know, I'm trying to send this signal that you can do it and it's not going to be easy. But if you have a passion and you want to follow that passion, uh, just get your budget in order, uh, figure out the way that you can do it kind of put all these things like reasons why you can't do something aside and look at the reasons why you can, and then do so, Do an ORM, do your risk mitigation plan, uh, but then do it and don't do it tomorrow. Uh, do it today. And that's what I did in January. I put in my letter of resignation. Um, you know, I left in a friendly manner and still talked to all those folks, but just had to follow my passion. And that's what we're doing now.
0: I think that's. Oh, turn my volume back up. I think that's great. Uh, it's a powerful message, for sure. Of you're not going to find if there's something that you and your you know in your heart is what you're supposed to be doing. You're. It's not. You're. you're not going to scratch that itch uh, in any other way. You know. And you owe it to yourself to. I, in my opinion, this is just in my opinion. Acknowledging that the risks of failure are real. People always love to say failure is not an option. I always say, of course, failure is an option. Like failure is always an option. And there's a good chance of it. You'll probably fail many times along the way for everything that you do. You know what I mean? Failure is very, it's common. I, I say you, you just fail again and again on your way to eventually succeeding. You know, it's not success after success. It's failure after failure until you succeed. So uh, acknowledging that there's a lot of real risks involved and you have to take care of your responsibilities and your family and commitments and all that. I think everyone owes it to themselves to chase a dream. You know, I've done it on a few I've done it many times. I think you've only got one life to live and only so much time to live it. And that time's not guaranteed either. And so if there's something that you want to do, you shouldn't wait another day. You should start taking little steps to get there. At least little steps. At least Google how to do the thing you want to do. If you have this like, man, I really want to write a book. Have you even Googled it? Have you even Googled how to write a book? You know, Have you done anything to take the first steps on your journey to, to chase your dream. Um, and in your case, very similar. You've, you've accomplished multiple entire careers. You've had many, like you've had whole things that you've done and put behind you, you know, the, that they're a part of you now, but that you've put behind you, like a career, a Navy career as a Navy seal. And now you're on like your, what I think is your third thing. In addition to having a great, beautiful family, big family, that you're uh, taking care of and which is probably, which is obviously the most important thing of all. Um, And you're still out there chasing a dream. And yeah, I don't know if that made any sense, but I think that it's, I think that it's fantastic. Yeah.
1: Well, there's, there's three big reasons why I am doing this business um, just from a 10,000 foot view. One is I want to be able to spend more time with my family. I want the flexibility to go on vacations or play with my kids or have my kids actually help me out with certain operations in the business so we can just be involved at that level. Um, I also am a big uh, proponent of, uh, you know, um, equality in today's uh, day and age. And so I I think one of the big uh, things that we're starting to lose in the United States is equality of wealth. And so I'm a big believer in the people that break their back to make this company having ownership in this company and uh, that's what we're doing. And then also uh, the last thing uh, is serving the customer and being focused on the people, the whole reason why we created this company and making sure that they have uh, the experience that we hope. So, that, and that's fulfilling for me, so.
0: Well, it, I'm excited to get my hands on one of these sleep nodes so I can check it out and uh, and let the Scuttlebutt Show audience know what the real deal is with it, um, and you've got a ton of support in the comments as well, which is great. So I hope some people have a chance to go check out the Sleep Node and check out your website. If you guys do, I'd love to hear about it. So make sure you send me a message, tag me on Instagram. If you guys pick up the Sleep Node, um, and Rob, is there a so we're at the end of the we're at the end of the hour here, um, and it flew it really flew by. I thought we would have more time to get to some other stuff, but uh, it, as always, every Scuttlebutt show episode just flies by and the time's up before we know it. So is there anything you would like to leave everyone with before we get going besides obviously going to exist tribe.com and finding out more about Robin, what he's doing?
1: Just follow your dreams. Um, I think that's the essence of this whole conversation, follow your dreams and, and don't let anybody uh, make those choices for you. So
0: that's it. That's a great, that's a great tip. Follow your dreams and don't let anybody make those choices for you. I love that. Love that! All right, guys. Hey, I hope you guys had a good time on the show today. If you did, you know, bet the only the only thing I'm asking of anybody today is to go to ExistTribe.com and check out what Rob's doing with Exist and the sleep products. And I'd love to hear how your sleep is. So tag me on Instagram at the Scuttlebutt Show. On uh, send me an email at gmail uh, thescuttlebuttshow@gmail.com and let me know how you're sleeping. And if you're if you can sleep, if you can't sleep, what are some methods you've tried? Um, go check out all those resources, like pr- the box breathing, the, th- uh, the stuff that people dropped in the chat, go check out all those resources for improving quality of sleep. And if you're ever having a hard time, you can always reach out to me. Rob said he's, uh, open for people emailing him at rob at Uh, and there's plenty of other resources out there as well, who probably know more than I do at least on, uh, sleep and mental health. But I'm always here. If somebody needs to talk, people hit me up on, uh, on the gram and online all the time. So with that being said... Rob, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me, Max.
0: And I look forward to talking to all you guys very soon. And until next time, I am out for now.